everybody. Happy New Year. It's the Jersey Hardwood Podcast, sponsored by our friends at LG Insurance. I'm here with John McAlevey. And uh, John, lots to talk about, lots to unpack in the new year here. Let's start with Rutgers. And um, wow, I, you know, I've, I've seen this script before. My goodness. I mean, they're on the road against Ohio State. Uh, slow start. They get down by double digits. Second half, they battle back. They cut it to like one and then just fall just short. And I've seen it before. Uh, the yeah. slow the slow starts. And then they're just not good enough of a shooting team. They just don't have enough offense. They get close enough. And it's just by pure effort. I'll always say this about Pykele's teams. The effort is there. Well, maybe not in the beginning. And then they catch up and they, you know, so that let me back up on that a little bit because it wasn't there at the beginning of the game. And, and, and also, you know, Ohio State is shooting lights out. And when these teams come in and they drop threes on Rutgers, they are in trouble because Rutgers is just simply not a good shooting team. And they right. don't drop enough threes. If the other team's dropping 11, 12 threes on you and you're, and the other, and you're getting three or four, it just doesn't, it's, over. It, it's not going to work. And so, and, and, you know, Ohio State has some weapons. Uh, Bruce Thornton's, you know, good guard. Uh, they did figure out a way to put Austin Williams on him at the end of the game, and he did a good job on him. So maybe Austin Williams can be a bit of that lockdown defender, you know, yeah. that they're missing right now with McConnell gone. And, uh, and Mag, Mag is, you know, he's, I mean, he's, he's, he wants to do a lot. He wants to get back and he wants to, you know, you could tell he's just, he's a little amped up. Um, I, I think they're going to get better. Uh, but, you know, listen, uh, it's, it's, um, it's going to be a tough season. I mean, I'm, please surprise me, but it, it's, um, you know, again, I'll, I'll stay where I, you know, this team's going to be a little bit, maybe a little bit better than 500, you know, maybe, you know, maybe 15, 16 wins or so. It's, it's, um, that's what I'm seeing. Um, you know, helps on the way. I mean, I was at the Stonehill game. You know, there's, there's another situation that was not good uh you know they did pull out the win Derek Simpson with a big three but I mean this is a team that was you know small lineup but they were hitting threes again they were hitting threes Rutgers wasn't and they pulled that out time I checked three points counts more than two points (laughs) they they just pulled that out a one-point win against Stonehill um, yeah. Ace Bailey and Dylan Harper in the house. So there was a lot of energy there. And here's another thing about the rack and it's not the fans fault. The fans are ready to erupt. I think it's a little bit yeah. of like, you know, these slow, you know, slow starts and getting down. And so like, what's going on here? So the, the, yeah. the fans are a little bit in shock. And so, and listen, they've been, they have been able, they've been beatable at home since the second half of last season. And now, you know, entering this season, you know, I mean, Illinois, Took care of took care of business at the rack and and it's not that listen the rack's ready to erupt but it's just and I, mean, I mentioned this to Matt as well that maybe they don't have the players that are that are getting the energy from the crowd and the, the geos. You know, in a way, you mentioned you mentioned Ace Bailey and Dylan Harper. In a way, this year is all about next year. When you think about it, you know it's like you can't wait to get. You know, open your Christmas presents, and you got to wait a whole year. So you can't you can't go all the way down the the rabbit hole. You got to you got to be competitive. You got to be hopefully around five hundred in the Big Ten because you know the the bloom will come off the rose until next year, and then people will start looking around, and then they'll say, you know, then Pykele's Fanny's going to be on the fire next year when he's got some stars, and if they don't if they don't start getting it done next year, 
with with five stars, then you know the questions will really start going around. Well, the question will be then: is 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 this a systematic thing, right? I mean, if they are they exhausted on defense because he puts so much effort in defense and really doesn't pay? I'm not saying he, we, I'm, I'm not there in his practice sessions. I don't know what he how he addresses the offense, but you know he's a defensive minded coach and. Look, um, we, and we, we've been saying this for years now. You still have to score. And what they want to yeah. do is they want to get in rock fights. Okay. And, you know, you, you know, it, it's just a very difficult way. It's such a grind to win that way. Um, and that's, that's the way it's been since Peichel's got here. Now, hey, listen, he's bringing in an amazing class. The second right now, it, they're, they're rated, ranked second in the nation. I mean, it's incredible. Um, it is. But then on the other hand, you look at, you know, again, essentially, you know, some really exciting games last season and an exciting, exciting season altogether. But they did not make the tournament. And yeah, and then a lot of people believe they got screwed and I'm one of them. But the reality is they didn't make the tournament. And now, you know, this year is going to be, I don't know, um, the, the NIT outside looking in, I, you know, it, it's what it looks like now, I'm, but I'm not ready to give up on this season. And, 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 you know, yeah, we're all thinking about next season. Sure. With these, these young freshmen that are going to be coming in, but that's not a lock either, John, come on. Yeah. We know this. And so, um, and so, you know, right now, I think they, they will get better. There were some positives to the game uh, at Columbus uh, the other night, uh, you know, Derek Simpson, you know, had a good game. Um, he, do they need him? Yeah. He He's got in the lane, player. he hit his shots. Uh, he did, uh, he did a nice job. Uh, Noah Fernandez is, you know, he's, I, I like him. I think he's a, I think he's a tough player. Uh, I think that, uh, he can score late in games and help him. I yeah. think Mawat Mag, I mean, he's, he's still, he's still figuring it out. I mean, he just got back off a major injury and he still needs a, a few more games. Andre Hyatt should be running the show. Um, he has great nights and then, and then he, you know, has, you know, uh, I don't want to say no show, but I mean, he had nine points against Ohio state. Um, there, there's nothing he can't do on the court really. I mean, he can drive to the basket. He can, uh, he can hit the three and, and he's a captain. Uh, he's a, he's, he's a leader. Uh, I, I think that, um, he can certainly step it up, uh, as we head into this, in the heart of conference play. Because it's going to be a tough oh, John. You know, they got Iowa at Iowa on Saturday and then back to the Iraq on Tuesday for Indiana. And, you know, I'm watching the Big Ten Network. I'm watching these games. I'm watching Nebraska and Indiana. Both those teams look good. Nebraska looked good. Nebraska beat Indiana at home. And and so, you know, all yeah, the other Nebraska's teams. Nebraska's off to a really good start. Yeah. All the other Big Ten teams are loading up. So it's... um. It's going to be a grind. I still think that they got they're going to have some nice wins. Really want to see the rack. I just want to see them really perform at the rack the way this team has been under Peichel. And it's just you know it hasn't in the last few games just haven't seen it. Um, so uh, and that is when the, when the competition ramps up, uh, they um, they just struggle to score. Uh, the defense is not quite as good as last year. Losing McConnell, come on, how you know he was a lockdown guy. And you know, Steve, it's like it's like a broken record. We've been doing this show now for <laughs> I think it's like three or four years, 
And, and one thing we always come back to is they struggle to score. They struggle to score. They struggle to score. And, you know, it's all, listen, we, we've talked about um, offense comes and goes and defense travels and they do, they do defend, but my God in heaven, at some point, they've got to find some people that can ring the bell. They've got to score. Yeah. I mean, and, and further, John, is they struggle around the basket. They struggled, you know, just out of control around the basket. And Derek Simpson was not doing that the other night against Ohio State. He was finishing. He was getting yeah. in the lane and hitting little chip shots and stuff. Need to see that. He's got the best. He's got as good a first step as anybody in the Big Ten. That guy is yeah. quick. And he, is quick. he just needs to have, you know, he needs to have control around the basket and needs to finish his shots. And man, yeah. my goodness, he had 23 points. I mean, he could do that every night. And yeah, we yeah. all want that, right? We all want that consistency. And, you know, you're going to have your off nights and such. But what that that what we saw in Columbus is what we can see from Derek Simpson. And you see that from him consistently. And, you know, most of it came from him, you know, in the second. You know, well, they started off as Simpson Fernandez scored early for Rutgers. But then they finished well as well. As well. Um, and, you know, and then Cliff kind of, Cliff is kind of the image of, of Rutgers in a sense, you know, real tough defensive player, you know, good rim protector and such. And, and guy, and again, a guy that can, can grab it and flush it with the best of them. Right. But you know, those little, you know, when he's outside the basket, when he's five, 10 feet away, you know, it's a different story. And, yeah. um, and those are, those are what Rutgers is missing that, you know, that, that gimme that, that 10 foot gimme, you know, that's exactly. so, that so many teams have. And then, like, yes. look at look at a guy like Jamison Battle for Ohio State, who is, by the way, the Minnesota uh, transfer. He's the one who hit that three where Rutgers lost lost that game last year. Which essentially, you can look at that as probably keeping him out of the tournament, losing that game where yeah. they where they dropped a ten point lead with a couple oh, I don't know, a couple minutes. Wait, it was like a minute left. Uh, but yeah. Battle Battle hit that uh, three. He transferred um, to Ohio State and just picked up right off. He was just you know, throwing threes up there, nailing threes. And uh, it's hard to come back from that. They did have a, they had a great second half. Uh, Rutgers did. Yeah. You know, 40 to 31 in this, in the second half, but they just couldn't cover, overcome that first half where, where Buckeyes hung uh 45 on them. Yeah. So, um, so there you have it, you know, a 70, uh, you know, 76, 72 loss. They did, they were real close. Um, Rock, uh, Ohio State hit a couple more buckets down the stretch, and and that was the difference. And like I said, like I I, I opened opened the show, we've seen this script before. We so have. let's see what they can do in uh, Iowa, another tough place to play. Yeah, and, and they come yeah. home. Uh, they come home uh, Tuesday uh, against Indiana. Uh, let's uh, let's switch it over, John, to to Seton Hall and. Um, yeah, is, you know, is, can I before we get going yeah. on them? I I'm going to say, Seton Hall has the two most impressive wins in the Big East Conference so far this year. They hammered Connecticut at at the Rock, and then they went up and they beat Providence, who was ranked number 23 in the country. They were able to to right. ride a really good wave in the second half and uh, and take care of business there late. It looked hairy, looked like they were going to win. That it looked like it was going to go to overtime, um, and they uh, they're able to. Sneak out of there with a really fine win because winning on the road, as we know, in any conference sure. is impressive. Sure. 
and uh, winning at the at the Amp, which is I think the I think Providence was like forty one and two in their last you know forty something or other games, and they they snuck out of there with a win. So they they've got two really impressive wins under their belt, and now their 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 gift for doing that is they come home and host Marquette. Right. On, uh, right on Saturday. Number seven team in the country. And let me just add this real quick. Just one more point on Rutgers, and then we'll just, we're all blue from there, John. But uh, Rutgers' best game, without a doubt, this year was at the Rock against Seton Hall. And what was the difference there? Seton Hall's a tough team. There's no question they're a tough team, and they're a tough defensive team. Rutgers hit shots that night. Rutgers yeah. hit shot early and often. You know, all these and, and guys, everybody hit shots. You know, Gavin Griffin yeah. started out, you know, hitting shots. And, you know, Gavin's a work in progress there. And uh, these these guys hit shots early. Noah Fernandez had a real nice game. Uh, you know, they they really did well. Jermichael, uh, uh, Jermichael Davis had a nice game as well. They hit their shots and they played good interior defense. You know, it wasn't just that Dawes was, was off on that night. It was that, they, you know, Rutgers played really tough defense that night. On top of hitting shots, that's what they've got to do. And I just want to bring that into the whole Seton Hall conversation because Seton Hall's a good team, John. You know, they're, yeah, they're and they're improving. And so oh, that you're yeah. right, two big wins against number five and number twenty-three, and and you know, one at home, one at the Dunkin' Donuts Center, John, against your boys, and that was a that was, yes. that was an impressive uh, win for Seton Hall. It was. They were down big early. And uh, and were able to right the ship. Went on a 15 to two run to take a five point lead into halftime. And then it was seesaw battle much of the second half. Seton Hall took control um, in the uh, the final eight minutes. Had a six point lead with two minutes to go, and uh, had to hold on. They turned the ball over late. Uh, the Friars were able to get a shot to stick it into overtime. And our guy Joshua Doro, who had a nice game, missed. A uh, you know a pretty easy layup that bounced off the side of the rim, and they sneak out of there with a 61-57 win. Um, very impressive, as I said. They have the two most impressive wins in the Big East Conference so far this year. Beating uh, Connecticut, I mean, they didn't beat Connecticut; they hammered Connecticut and did for most of the game. I know Klingon, Donovan Klingon, got hurt at uh, at some point in that game, but he did play in the beginning. Same thing with uh, the game up in uh, in Rhode Island. Providence's best player, Bryce Hopkins, went down with about 15 minutes left in the second half and um, looked like a knee injury. We were holding our breath, hoping that it was like a mild sprain or whatever, and word came out yesterday that is a full torn ACL, so he will now miss the season. What a shame. You know, their best player is going to be on the shelf, so we... We go from thinking, you know, maybe with a with a uh, a senior laden team, a really good player you could ride, into maybe a Sweet Sixteen sort of a thing in the NCAA tournament, to now thinking, you know, if, if on. they're going to be bubble or best, or maybe even an NIT team. Yeah, because when you lose a big player like that, I mean, you know, again, and like last year with with Mag with Rutgers, I mean, you, you know, it's it, not certainly not the level of player, but but. Uh, you know, a glue guy and you, you lose a key person, key player. It, it's, uh, it, it's tough. It's a real especially the you know what. And Providence was rolling along credit. there too, John. So that's, a, that's What's tough. That? Providence was rolling on. They were playing well. So, you know, you know. Yeah. I mean, they were top 25 for, yeah. for a couple of weeks and, and had impressive wins. They beat Marquette. They beat Wisconsin. They beat Butler. They had some, some nice, uh, there, there were only one real tough loss was at Oklahoma, who's in the top ten right now, and so they were, they were off and flying. But let's 
let's focus back on Seton Hall and give them credit. I tell you, the guy who has owned us, and when I say us, I'm talking about, I don't have a mouse in my pocket, I'm talking about Providence, is Dre Davis. Man, yeah. do I like him. He is silky smooth. He had 17 points against us on um, mm-hmm. on uh, Wednesday night. And and then last year, Seton Hall came up to Friartown when Providence had everything to play for, and they were riding high also again in the top 15 at that point. And they beat the Friars, uh, an undermanned Seton Hall team, beat us by about 30 points. <laughs> Ray Davis went off. He had maybe 30 points and was just the best player on the floor. And he was again uh, the other night. He yeah, he had a slow start. For, he had a slow start. Yeah. And now he's, he's he's turning it up. And he's, he's, he's been he's, good. The reason why he was a big recruit, went to Louisville early on, transferred over. He's a nice player, man, I tell you. And, and you can't ever sleep on Kadari Richmond. I mean, mm-hmm. that guy is really fun to watch. He's just, he's not like the greatest athlete in the world. And he's not the most, um, you know, he doesn't, he's not a high flyer, but he just knows how to play. He uses his body. He backs you down. He does a lot of that Villanova guard stuff where he'll back you down and then has a myriad of moves around the basket. And he's just stronger. I mean, he's about six, five, almost six, six. So he just takes little guards down and then a block and just puts them, takes them to the woodshed. So he's a really nice player. When you get him, and Dre Davis going together and then add in some, if if uh, Alamir Dawes can make some threes on the outside. But Seton Hall is lacking is is any real productivity in, in the middle. The, the size that they have is, you know, negligible. They're, they're not very good. They just have a couple guys. Yeah, Betty Yako is um, good. You know, he just does not, it's not much of a scorer. That's, that's all. He's he's a yeah, defensive I mean, he presence. Sort of a nothing big, big guy. Big transfer. guy. Yeah, he's a big guy. He's just space. He just fills some space. So Get some rebounds. Really but that void in the recruiting class. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but um, listen, uh, they balance scoring, right? I mean, you know, four guys in double figures. Uh, Dylan Adewusu has been better too. He had a slow yeah. start. So these guys, the guys that are supposed to score for them are coming around. And they Dawes, is, Dawes around. is playing better too. I mean, all yeah. those guys just all that they just weren't playing well at the beginning. So it was kind of, yeah, you know, was really very impressed. Mm-hmm. I thought when uh, when they went down nine points early, Shaheen called the timeout. And I thought, you know, this is where the rubber meets the road and it could go either way. I thought maybe it could be a blowout. And then, wham, they just turned the tides. It was a great, ter- great timeout. You know, coaches have the right uh, feel for when a game is about to get going sideways. And he made a. He made a good job there, did a good job there. And I tell you, he's when you watch him on the sideline, he is really tough on his players. Shaheen gets after those guys, and he has this, you know, this really, you know, mean look on his face, like, boy, these guys better toe the line, or not only are they not going to play, they might not get get their meal money. He he just really is, uh, oof, he's in, got an angry streak to him. And I can see how he almost had that fist fight after the game, uh, earlier on with, with Copeland, his, his old teammate. So, um, you know, you better toe the line there players at, uh, at Seton Hall or, or, um, you know, you might go to bed without any dinner. Yeah. Listen, he's tough. And, and uh, I think that Seton Hall can really has the opportunity to go on a nice run here. Yes. They got uh, Marquette. Marquette's going to be tough, but then, you know, they go to, they go to Georgetown, they go to Butler. I mean, those are two teams that absolutely can beat on the road. And then they yeah. got the St. John's. So, you know, they can go on a little bit of a run in the Big East here. And we were talking 
you know, a few weeks ago, thinking you know, I was talking with Matt about it, and we're talking about both teams, Rutgers and Seton Hall, being like kind of maybe NIT teams. But you know, I'm not. You know, you can't write off. I'm not writing off either of them. But I mean, I'm certainly not writing off Seton Hall now after two wins against you know Connecticut and Providence in the two in the con- yep. in the a lot conference. Of work to do though, a lot, a lot of work. A lot of work left to do. They're nine and five. It's not like they're eleven and three or anything like that. They they've got five losses and. Um, there's yeah. still a lot of meat on the bones. I mean, if you could, if you could add a, a Marquette pelt to your wall, now you're talking. Yeah. Now you sure. are talking. So sure. let's see how they follow that up. Impressive start though. Impressive wins, uh, Connecticut and, and against Providence. And let's see where it goes from here. It's, um, it's certainly more, they're, they're playing a lot better than I expected, um, at the beginning of the season, because, you know, you, outside of Richmond, you know, who who on that team really scares you unless you really dig in and see a player like but, Trey Davis who's really but good. But listen, I mean, all, all you need is a guy like Dawes to get hot from three. You know, Trey Davis is playing really well. He's hitting his shots, you know. Wusu again, we talked about him heating up. And, you know, listen, yeah. if you can beat, listen, if you can beat the number five team in the country, Connecticut's good. I mean, you, 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 you know, uh, at at the Rock, that, that gives you a lot of confidence. You know, yeah. so, hey, I mean, we are, we've already done this. Okay, now the number seven team comes to town. Okay, well, we can do it. You know, now listen, we'll yeah. we'll, we'll see how it works out. And yeah. by the way, we're we're recording this on a Friday. We'll get this up Friday afternoon. But um, we have to, you know, Rutgers and uh, and Seton Hall are in action tomorrow. Yeah. So yeah, uh, it was good. We were able to squeeze this. Yeah. In a nice, yeah, that's what's tough about the season. You got to rolling out of here. We got things to do, but yeah, we wanted to get some. Uh, get it down on tape, and we'll, we're we're going to follow it. We'll, we'll keep us here. Yeah, open up 2024. Um, lot to uh, lot to cover, and we will get into the other teams too. I keep saying we're going to talk about you know Princeton and such because listen, it's a good team, and um, you know there's not a lot going on in the Ivies, right? So right. you know they're gonna they're gonna run the table there, but that's a team that'll go into the uh, tournament and and do some Absolutely. damage. That's a good team. Uh, we is. saw that in, in Rutgers opener, so we're gonna we're gonna follow up with them. And then if there's any other stories with any of the other uh, uh, Jersey teams, we'll certainly uh, we'll certainly get on that. Um, yes. So we'll do that. And so we're into 2024 with the Jersey Hardwood Podcast. Johnny, thanks for joining me again. My LG Insurance, our sponsor. Uh, thrilled to have them. So um, we will get back on this in uh, a few more days. And we'll certainly have uh, Matt Lachlan, who does Pirate Talk. And, of course, the Devils will have him back on the show as well. Check us out on Spotify. And we're on iTunes and and uh, Google Play and a couple others, Stitcher, a couple others. Uh, so check us out there. Um, moresportsnow.com is our, our site. Uh, I got Sean Ward is taking some really nice pictures. He came out to the last two couple of Rutgers games. We got to get over to Seton Hall, too. Taking yeah. some really nice photos. So. They're featured, they're featured on the site, so you got to check that out as well. So we'll catch you all next week. Bye-bye.